0: my guys ghouls and other fine folk of the internet it is I your host the girl that puts the odd into podcast Ari Moon we're happy to have you here listening and being a pal speaking of being a pal there's two things that would really help me out if you could do them for me number one if you could just go ahead and whatever platform you're listening to me on give me a five-star review your girl would really appreciate it also if we're not homies on instagram what are you doing let's go on to at the Uncut FEMs altogether one word, let's, you know, you guys and me, and uh, give me a follow, that'd be super cool. But above all, I wanna thank you guys for your continual support and for the feedback I get. I love hearing that people are listening to this podcast. So uh, you know what? I appreciate you. You guys are the best, thanks for being a friend. So it is without further ado that I present to you the madness, musings, and monologues of a matriarchy. Welcome to the Uncut Femmes. So this may come as a shock, but uh, I know a little bit about the gospel. (laughs) And um, when I was regularly attending church and regularly reading the Bible, there was a scripture that I would have marked with a bookmark in every single one. And I do find a lot of merit in the Bible um, to clear that up before anything gets said. But I'd love to share... That scripture with you and it's at Romans 7 21 it says I find then this law in my case when I wish to do what is right what is bad is present with me I really delight in the law of God according to the man I am within but I see in my body another law warring against the law of my mind and leading me captive to sin's law that is my body miserable man that I am who will rescue me from this body undergoing this death Um, I think that sets the theme for this monologue of consciousness. Um I love that these are my most interacted with podcasts and I love when you guys reach out to me so please don't hesitate to do so. Enjoy the inside of my mind. I can't help but think that I'm skirting around talking about my own journey with spirituality and I don't know that it's because I'm embarrassed of it. It's just something that has become so personal. But, really, I wish everybody would have their own spiritual journey. (laughs) Um, I began my spiritual awakening in December of last year. I had reached pretty much my rock bottom. Um, I was struggling with a pretty bad drug addiction. I hadn't really grieved the death of my grandmother. I was in abusive, whether it be mentally or emotionally, um, abusive relationships, and I had no idea who I was. I didn't even know the kind of clothing I liked anymore. And I had, at one point, I thought been so sure, you know, this is Ari, this is me, but (laughs) At that time I I didn't I didn't even recognize who I saw in the mirror. I'd gained so much weight. I felt so bad about myself. I was with somebody who treated me very, very poorly to make themselves feel better. My house was always a mess. I was doing I was treating people that I should have been better to very poorly. And honestly, I think I was pretty comfortable with that pretty comfortable with being mad all the time and with being just like enough, you know, like my life is okay, you know, but okay compared to what lives I've lived before, you know, okay compared to other times when I was worse to myself, not that I was being too good to myself then. (sighs) I don't think I realized how bad it had gotten until someone I really care about said something really horrible to me. And the extent of what they said was that I wasn't worth keeping in their life. And it wasn't what they said that hurt. It was the fact that I believed them. Now, if somebody were to say something like that to me now, I would laugh in their face. I might have days when I don't feel good about myself, but I know that I'm a high-value person. I say as my voice shakes. <laughs> I didn't deserve all the things I put me through, but it took me getting to my rock bottom and somebody who previously had a very high opinion of me telling me that I was nothing <laughs> for me to realize that I had lost myself completely. Which was funny because I think everybody has this opinion of me that is so <laughs> on a pedestal. I know my personality is very polarizing. You either love me or you can't stand me, but the people that love me, they, they think I'm something and I worry that it's something that I'm not. And honestly, I think I'm more like me now than I was... Like, I'm more like little me now than I was maybe 10 years ago. I'm, I'm younger now, is how I feel. Not as jaded, not as ridiculous. So anyway, this person told me that, and if you know anything about me, you know that nothing motivates me like spite. Hell hath no fury like an Ari scorned. So I had started yoga maybe two or three weeks before that because let me tell you, it didn't matter what I was putting in my body. I always felt like shit. And my neck was hurting all the time. And doing some yoga stretches, excuse me. Doing yoga stretches was the only thing that gave me relief. So I was doing the yoga, and yoga forces you to sit in stillness. It forces you to deal with yourself, which we don't do. We've got our iPad on, we've got the TV on, we've got Spotify playing in the back room. I'm just as guilty. If you've ever been at my house, you know I always have to have music on all the time. You know? Um, So, yoga forced me to live in my body and to really go in. Why was I hurting so bad? Why did I feel like I deserved it? And how can I fix it? Because I can't live like this. I wasn't happy, but I wasn't unhappy, and I think there's such a difference between those two, and so many people get caught up in, well, I'm not unhappy, but are you happy? I definitely wasn't, and I had run out of options. Drugs didn't make me feel good anymore. Alcohol didn't make me feel good anymore. Sex didn't make me feel good anymore. (laughs) Even things that are good for me didn't make me feel good. I felt abandoned by everybody I cared about. And, like, nobody understood. So, like, the only person you have at that point is you, you know? Like, just me. My inner self. My inner child. So. I was forced to deal with her. And let me tell you. Most people get to see the, um, and why I started this podcast. I think people got to see the the good parts of my spiritual journey. People did not get to see this right here. The behind the scenes. (laughs) Oh, I'm trying not to cry. (laughs) So, anyway, I started doing the yoga. I just needed to understand why I felt like everybody else deserved to be happy besides me. What's so bad about her? (laughs) You know? So, um... I... I just asked the universe to help. And with the yoga, I just was able to... get little me to come out again. You know? Little me, she loves to learn, okay? And this is something new, and I'm seeing progress in it. And I'm getting more flexible, and I'm learning about it. and. She feels safe to come out, you know, because I'm doing something for me. (laughs) And it's hard for me to look at me um, as an adult and want to be kind to her. And I, well, I'm working on that, obviously. It's not as bad as it used to be, but that's hard, right? Because when I look at myself, I see all the bad things that I've done and all the stupid things that I've said. But that's, that's not what other people see and that's not what I should see either. So I started repairing my relationships with people little by little because I thought maybe that's what, um, what the guilt was, why I felt like I didn't deserve what I wanted everybody else to have, love and happiness. So I, um. I started uh, repairing my relationships with my parents. I mean, I have had a pretty good relationship with them forever, but I I just wanted it to be the best, you know? Um, And I wanted to deal with issues from my childhood, obviously. And luckily, I have two amazing parents who continue to grow and become better people and have really gone out of their way to try to understand and be there for their kids. Like, I'm super lucky to have that. So I repair my relationships. I'm pretty sure that I've like absolved myself of any kind of guilt in relationships because honestly, I shouldn't feel guilty. I mean, it just happened. Like I can't go back. So I can just be better moving forward. I reached out and apologized to a few people who it was nagging in the back of my brain, things that I had said to them that I didn't mean or were unkind. And um, I started trying to have a better view of me, a more forgiving view. And so I printed out a bunch of pictures of me from when I was little and you guys see it, it's the album cover and um, I put them in my house and when I look at that picture, I see that little girl and she is so sweet and loving and curious. She loves to talk. And she wants to be friends with everybody. And she's giving. And she doesn't know that people aren't like that. That people aren't like her. Dude, can we get an episode without crying? I'm doing that crazy thing where i start laughing again so anyway this girl she doesn't deserve the way other people have treated her and the person that i am now i am this person in spite of how people treated me not because of how people treated me i did a lot of work to get to where i am and i think that people also think that i mean i don't know what people think what people think about me, and I know that it's none of my business, but people are under this illusion that I get everything handed to me just because I seem to have good like <laughs> I want to say good luck, but that's not what it is. I seem to things buff out in the end for me. I know that I'm very privileged to have that, but you have no idea how much I beat myself up in order to be a better person. And it's crazy because it's like a conundrum. It's like a, it's an oxymoron, right? So it's an oxymoron because I beat myself up because I don't think I'm a good enough person. Like I'm trying to be a better person and part of making me a better person is me not believing that I need to be a better person. I don't know if that makes sense. I guess it's just honoring the process essentially. So anyway, I repair all these relationships and I'm trying to love myself and still, man, I still can't get it together. I still can't look at myself, adult me, and think, wow, you deserve so much more than you've been accepting. Because I, I don't know why. I don't know. Because people had made me feel that way, because I made me feel that way. I don't I can't blame anybody. You know, 31 years of not great <laughs> experiences will shape you into something that you're not and it shaped me into an asshole and it's crazy because like there's this dave chapelle quote everybody hears me quoted as my favorite quote and it says sometimes you have to be a lion in public to be a kitten in private yeah <laughs> i am definitely a little lion girl and for a long time all i did was hurt people because i didn't want to get hurt or push people away because i didn't want to be left alone And I had a lot of guilt about that. But why? (laughs) Why do I have this or had, why have I had this nagging suspicion that everybody's going to try to screw me over? Well, a lot of it comes back to religious guilt. (laughs) My parents wanted to instill the best values in us, wanted us to, you know, like, if there's a better place to be than life on this earth, they wanted us to make it there. And... Part of that was being indoctrinated in a very strict religion where um, the way I dressed was constantly criticized, that I was constantly pulled um, apart from the group to talk about dressing modestly and not being a stumbling block for the brothers. I was forced to, and my family was forced to, um, talk about things that we had done with our boyfriends. I was disciplined very harshly. And the whole premise to me of what I went through, the whole general idea I got from what I went through was that being human wasn't enough. These mistakes that I made, I needed to constantly be trying to seek forgiveness for them. And I was never going to be enough like, how can I compare to Christ, you know? And when you get told how bad you are or how this and this, you know, it it, it just builds up. And it it wasn't for me. But I had been in this religion since I was a little kid. So, like, (laughs) what do I believe? Because I had just thought that was how it was. It didn't occur to me that there could have been another option because, you know, in the religion that I was in, there's one God and he's an angry man who is allowed to have qualities like jealousy and anger, but we're not. Okay. And I, I didn't like him. Everybody's like, oh, well, you love, no, what kind of a God would be like that? And, And it was this resentment I harbored where I was like, I should love God. I want to love God, but I paid him. <laughs> so literally my foundation for all of my beliefs crumbles in front of me. And I'm alone, okay, because I've decided that as part of the spiritual journey, I'm going to do a year of celibacy and a year of sobriety. So I'm not even looking in a man's direction, okay? So I'm sitting here alone trying to figure out what I believe, because the foundation of everything that I believe just crumbled in front of me. What if this is not it? What if something else is possible? And so I decided to look into all the different religions and figure out what rules or what laws or what principles were the same in all of them. And you can take Western, Eastern religion, like, you know, anything. You can take literally, you can take the Book of Mormon, you can take the... Um, the Bible, you can take, uh, what was the other one I was going to say? But all of them, okay? You get The Quran, and they all say the same thing. Um, be good to yourself. Respect your body, your vessel. Put good things in your brain, you know? So love yourself. Love your neighbor. Don't judge people. You know, be kind and giving and be good to your fellow neighbor. Treat them like you want to be treated. And the third one, maybe uh, take care of the earth and the animals on it. You know, maybe be good, don't take shit for granted. Maybe do that. Maybe have gratitude. That's like the last one. And if everybody did that, the world would be incredible. So if this is the same in all of them, to me, that's the set of rules I want to follow. And I just, I remember asking my mom, mom, if I just do the best I can every day, is that enough for you? Of course, right? Well, if I do the best I can every day to be the best person I can every day, I hope it's good enough for God. Because if God made me and he knows me inside and out, he knows that I am trying so hard. He knows that I want nothing more than to be good to other people and to have mastery over these human emotions that I have that I find less than desirable. And when I took that pressure, everything else I was able to see my life through the lens of it just being a human experience. I didn't know what I knew until I knew it. And I another quote, you know, I'm full of them, is don't beat yourself up for the ways that you had to survive or tried to survive. And I didn't know any better most of the time. And by the time I knew better, I was so hurt that it didn't matter. And that guilt came from being somebody I wasn't. And not only the religious part, but also from developing this shell, this different personality, this double face, right? Because there's the person that everybody else gets to see and then there's a the person inside that's freaking out and angry and sad and miserable and then you know i'm going out and everybody's like oh you right, so much fun yeah okay i needed to merge the two but letting people see the vulnerable side of me that's really fucking scary you know like it's scary but i will say i've realized that um if i just put all my dirty laundry out there nobody can use it against me you know what i mean there's a power in being authentic there really is and more than anything i think that has given me confidence. That has given me a better view on life. I just wanna be me, you know? I want little Ari to feel safe to come out. I wanna use the wisdom that big Ari has and I wanna be the best person I can be to myself, to others, to the planet. And that's really all I can do. And that's good enough for me.